following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, somewhat children of all ages, this is your unfriendly neighborhood, Pinhead198. The reason why I put that little disclaimer at the beginning of the episode is because this is going to be a lot different. This one's going to be a little bit nastier, a little bit more mean, because I'm in a foul, foul mood today. Especially knowing that I'm going to have to talk finally about my review, spoiler filled, by the way, of The Matrix. Resurrections. And since we're at it, we might as well crack it open, because we're going to need it for this episode. Boy, are we. Might even pop a bottle of the wine, because it's still early enough to get drunk right before work starts again tomorrow on Monday as we're recording this episode of the lovely podcast. We're also going to talk about the fucking useless episode of AEW that was Battle of the Belts. It was so fucking useless. So fucking pointless. I don't understand why we did this. Just to show off. Like, it's great to show off certain talent, but like, for example, because Cody Rhodes is now either really injured or storyline injury. Probably, it's probably a storyline injury. He could be hurt, which if that's so, I don't like to hear that. That sucks. I don't want anybody getting hurt. But I'm pretty sure it's storyline injury because he's probably out filming another real, a shitty reality show with his dumbass, brain-dead, pretentious wife. Or another boring-ass reality game show that nobody gives a fuck about, like Go Big Show that he's doing. But the point of this shit is, we had to have a match for an interim championship and champion until he comes back between Sammy and his brother Dustin Rhodes who's, not just in my opinion, but Minnie's opinion, I'm sure his brother's included, is a far better wrestler, always has been, even when he was gold dust, was a far better wrestler. Even when he was Marilyn Manson gold dust, when it went way off the rails, when he was teamed with Luna Vachon, he was still ten times a better wrestler than Cody. You can do all you want, Cody. Go on the independence, bust your ass in Japan and in Mexico and all of Europe, and you're still never going to not only not add up to your dad, you ain't even going to hold a candle to your brother. But you keep trying and stabbing people in the back and doing shit like this. And this is why I hate Brandy and Cody Rhodes, because they talk about how they're these involved, enlightened, you know, typical liberal bullshit, but they're the nastiest, most disgusting human beings behind closed doors, and that's not hearsay or Alex Jones conspiracy theory, they spill their own tea out in the real world showing us their conduct of character or lack thereof. They're pieces of garbage in real life. Like They tell you don't ever meet your heroes. If you're a huge fan of Brandy and or Cody, never meet them because you will be let down because they will treat you like garbage because they are in turn garbage. So we get this inner room bullshit so that they'll hold on to the belt instead of doing what traditional wrestling does because you guys like to pride yourself on traditional wrestling because traditional pro wrestling you're not all the way sports entertainment even though every other fucking week you contradict the shit with goofy shit like people dressing up as the fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and the Ghostbusters in a wrestling ring why don't you just bring back the fucking Ding Dongs and the Ninja Turtles to have a match it's fucking stupid but anyway 
in traditional wrestling, when someone got injured legitimately, or even a storyline injury because they're going to film something or make another fucking shitty album or draw comic books or whatever, you held a tournament. You did it a number of ways, but you held a tournament against the guys, and the guys, whoever holds that champion is the champion until the guy comes back, and if you want to give him the first number one contender slot to face him in the return, that's fine. What you don't do is have the little pussy come back from his injury and then just take the title from Guevara, because Guevara ended up winning. Of course he did, because he barely lost the last match that him and Cody had. I'll give them both, like, I love Sammy, and even as much as I don't like Cody, they both put on a great show. So it was inevitable, regardless of if he got hurt or not, that Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes were going to have Sammy versus Cody 2 for the TNT title. It was a no-brainer, because the previous match even got someone who hates Cody Rhodes like me to give him respect. The match was just too good not to duplicate, especially when you had Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson twice, and you're going to have a third one, I promise, probably initially giving Daniel the belt, because make no mistake about it, before they run in AEW, they will at least be champions one time, both Daniel Bryanson and CM Punk, I, I promise you, the money's just too good for Tony not to do it. But the point is, we don't do this little bullshit where we have an interim championship match. You know, you have to, card is subject to change. Injuries do happen. People have scheduling conflicts. And now we got COVID. So that's another conversation we'll have. Especially with the Roman Reigns incident. But, but the fact of the matter is, they come back and they get their shot. They don't pull the title from the current person who's doing that. Which is what you want to do with his with his wife, too, when she comes and finally gets her fat ass back in shape. And I can call you a fat ass because I'm a fat fuck, too, so I know my, you know, from having her child. When she gets back in ring shape, you know good and well they're going to do that to Britt Baker. They're going to strip her of the title and give it to an undeserving pile of human excrement in Brandy Rhodes. It's going to happen. Even the people that don't want it are going to have to face the facts that this will happen. You know, because she's sucking the dick of the guy who sucks the dick of the boss. And that's why he gets his way. So, it's it's all full circle here. We're all blowing each other. We're no longer relying on our talent as professional wrestlers. We're all just blowing each other to get to the top. And that's why I call you fucking scumbags. Because you're bringing out the Triple H John Cena golden shovel once again. Ending people's careers because your ego is bigger than the fucking moon. So, this is where we're at. It was a pointless thing. We knew Sammy was going to win because that's who you give it to in the event that... Co you should have never gave the title to Cody in the first place. You should have let Sammy have a fucking run. But you didn't. Because contrary to your belief, Tony Khan, you're just as incompetent as those idiots over there at WWE sometimes. Your rate of incompetence isn't as high, but it's still there. And you like to mom, um, WWE don't know, you don't know what the fuck you're doing either. When you do shit like this, it proves it to me. You're just a fucking fanboy who has a rich daddy who happened to fucking buy you a wrestling company. That doesn't make you a wrestling aficionado. If you had any brains at all and you were a true diehard wrestling fan like me and a lot of my friends and community, you'd know that you get guys in there that know this fucking business like a Dutch Mantel like an Arn Anderson, yes, even though you guys hate him, like a Jim Cornette, 
You don't rely on some fucking losers from the independent circle just because you're best buddies with them to run a company, a professional wrestling company that you're trying to establish is true professional wrestling. I mean, you fuckers got records like you're in the, like you're in the MMA. So you're obviously taking that portion of it seriously. But the execution, you do not. And that's why a lot of people don't respect your ass. And that's why a lot of people like me hate the Young Bucks and Kenneth Omega and Cody and Brandy Rhodes because they didn't earn their way to the top. They sucked it to the top. They blew the boss to the top. And that I cannot get behind. It's unethical and it's garbage. Especially when you have guys and women that are actually far talent, more talented than any of these people you're promoting and you're putting them on the bottom because, you know, your friends are giving you the old lollipop lick and the reach around. It's bullshit. And furthermore, it's shitty business. So just keep doing it. You'll see your you'll see your company going to the sea ten years from now, I promise. You'll be like the lost city of Atlantis. Sunk into the sea, nowhere to be found ever again. Good luck with that one, Tony. I'm sure that's going to make your dad real proud that he wasted so much money on you when you're an incompetent fuckwit. You have the potential to be a great wrestling promoter and you piss it all away because of your buddies. That shit needs to stop in 2022 or we're going to stop watching AEW because now it's getting fucking old. We might as well just go back to WWE if we're going to do that shit. The stabbing people in the back, doing mediocre bullshit gimmick matches. We, we'll just stick with WWE because at least the budget's a lot higher than yours. And Vince doesn't need his rich dead daddy to bail him out every time he fucks up like you do. So that's one thing I can say about Vince McMahon. He's his own main money. Even though it is blood money and crooked money, he still made it himself. He didn't need his daddy to do it for him. Yes, his daddy established the company, but he took it to new heights that his dad never could and because he refused to do the dirty shit that Vince McMahon would do I don't respect Vince McMahon but I do respect his hustle because like I said his daddy didn't pay for his wrestling company his daddy made him start at the fucking bottom of the barrel and said boy you're gonna work your punk ass up to here I'm not handing it to you unlike Mr. Khan and his daddy daddy will you buy me the Corvette shut the fuck up you bum you're a garbage-ass hack. You're a fucking mark. You're a glorified mark with a fucking rich daddy, and that's the only reason why. You're not some. You're not promoter of the year like dumbasses like Dave Meltzer who should have never been in the business in the first place are telling you. That's another incompetent fucking overrated loser who never shuts his fucking mouth. He talks more shit than I do, so... About shit, he really, you've been in the business for 20 years, you're supposed to be a wrestling historian, and you can't get basic shit right. You're saying that Kenny Omega is the number one wrestler in the world seven years in a row. He's not even the best wrestler here in the States, let alone the entire world, so you're all fucking incompetent idiots. And that's my first rant, so there you go. We'll get another one once we get to the Matrix, I'm sure. But uh, it, it was pointless. Then we had Rio versus Britt Baker. We knew who was winning that match. And then they try and pull this little bait and switch of how her and Jamie Hayter, who, by the way, woof, that's a specimen of a woman. She's fine and she can knock your, bust your fucking teeth out of your mouth, too. That's my kind of woman. A fine-ass woman that can kick fucking ass. She's British. We won't hold that against her. It could be worse. You could be Canadian, but, you know... <laughs> 
I kid. Anyway, uh, we had a stupid little bait and switch of, oh, the, her and Britt were having trouble. She even disrespectfully threw the belt on the ground before the match. Like, and it ended up being exactly what I said it would be. Britt Baker won, thanks to Jamie Hayter in the long run, and they hugged it out and held each other and said, kumbaya, kumbaya, and you know, we are the world, we are the children, we held, we held hands, we hugged, we kissed, we fucked, we fought. And Britt retained the title like we all knew, because she's not going to drop the title until one, Brandy comes back, and two, it's at a major pay-per-view. It's not going to be at some wannabe glorified Clash of the Champions pay-per-view on broadcast television. Tony is not dumb. He may be a simp-ass pussy, but he's not completely stupid to where he's not going to not have you pay for that fucking match. You are going to drop the bag and pay for it on the pay-per-view. So we knew Britt was winning and retaining the title, even with the stupid little M. Night Shyamalan twist they wanted to throw in there. And what was the... There was one other match that was so fucking pointless, and I was like... Because there was three matches, and I can't even remember it. That's how that's how great it was. I don't even remember what the... It was another title match, and it was just so pointless. I'm like... Oh, God. So... What was the... Now I'm, like, getting angry, because... Let's see what the Battle of the Belts card was. Because there was one more... There was one more match, and I, I'm blanking on it. Um, the Rio... Oh, that's right. It was so uninspiring. The Ricky Stark... Versus Matt Seidel match for the made-up Taz FT Fuck the World belt. That's what FTW stands for, by the way, for those that are uninitiated. But for the FTW champion, the Fuck the World championship... No, I'm not being profane in making this up. That is what FTW stands for. It's the literally the Fuck the World championship. And it was such an uninspiring, dull, boring match from what are two of the most exciting high-flying, charismatic men in professional wrestling in the modern era and Ricky Starks and Matt Seidel. When you when you can make those two men look more boring than watching paint dry on the wall, you have made an art like Rembrandt or Picasso or Pollock. You have made an art out of fucking up when you can make those two mediocre and average. You've, you've, you've exceeded the upper echelons of fucking up. You've reached new plateaus of fuck up, fuck up hood, you know. You're on another, you're, you're beyond a world heavyweight champion of fucking up. So, good job with that. Once again, Tony, you're, you, yeah, you're, you're going for promoter of the year again this year. I'm sure you'll get it. Especially if Dave Meltzer has his way. Because he likes licking your lollipop too, for whatever reason, even though he's been in the business longer than you and he's older than you. I've never seen an old man lick a young man's lollipop as much as Dave Meltzer does for AEW and Tony Khan and what he's doing, especially because his boys, the Young Buck and Kenny, Kenneth Omega, had such a push and a banner year this past year. I really don't get it. The only one that makes any sense in this community right now, as far as the fucking experts, are guys like Jim Cornette, who everybody hates. And you hate him because he tells you the fucking truth. It may be harsh, nasty, and hateful, but he's not telling lies. 
because the man's been in the fucking business for over 40 years. I think he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And he was in the business when it was hard to make the business what it is. He's one of the people responsible today for why wrestling is a household name. Even for those who hate wrestling and don't watch it, you know who The Rock is. You know who the fuck Stone Cold Steve Austin is. You know who the fuck Triple H is. You know who let's you know you even know who Brock Lesnar is because he got to MMA UFC because of the WWF WWE. So you know these people because of guys that were working there at the time, experts like Jim Cornette, like Dutch Mantel. Like even Bruce Pritchard, like we don't need to do this to understand this shit is incompetence on a high level. You don't have to be a diehard wrestling fan to just watch it for 10 minutes. And you don't even have to do that to see the level of incompetence in professional wrestling today. Or excuse me, what you're trying to kill it and make it sports entertainers. Sports entertainers. Shut the fuck up. You're all bums. Too busy worrying about playing on fucking TikTok and making stupid fucking TikTok videos and being on Instagram and playing PlayStation and fucking Xbox in the back instead of worrying about perfecting your craft as a professional wrestler. You don't have any respect for the for the business, but yet you're more than willing to reap the benefits and the masses of amounts of money even you mid-card motherfuckers make that you're not worthy of making. You'll reap this just like horror. Any chance you can get, you'll disrespect it. But when it comes time to reap the benefits and the money and the profit, you're its best friend all of a sudden. You've always been a fan. The fuck you have. You've been a fucking fake-ass fan. Because you like the benefits, not the fucking work it takes to get into it. You're all fucking losers. And Big Swole, you're the biggest fucking loser of the week, as far as I'm concerned. You might have set yourself into the biggest fucking loser of the year, crying about... You got fired because you're black and there's not enough diversity. Um, do you re- do you realize w- what company you were working for? You you might have. I think you were confused and you thought you were working for the WWE. That's not AEW. Anybody with fucking eyeballs past the level of Stevie Wonder's vision can see how diverse AEW is. It's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why I do still, even for its faults and me getting mad. Do enjoy AEW because it's a melting pot of diversity. Even Mark Henry, a legendary WWE Black Hall of Famer, called you out and said you were a goofy fuck for saying something that's stupid. So what's that mean? He doesn't count because that's the comment he means. So you mean to tell me Mark Henry doesn't count? He's a black man. Oh, it was it was because he—he's—it's not important to you that he is because he's not the one getting fired. Your ego is the reason why. And quite frankly, you were a shit wrestler. You're a shit wrestler in the indies, and you're a shit wrestler on the mainstream. And it's not because you're black or a female. It's because you're a shit fucking wrestler that never ever tried to learn her craft. You were another one that sat on your lazy ass and played Xbox and PlayStation and did all these fucking TikToks instead of actually getting into the wrestling academy and learning how to fucking wrestle. You got your job lost because you're a fucking useless bum. And quite frankly, if Tony's, if Tony has done anything wrong, it was the fact that he gave you a fucking job in the first place. That's where Tony fucked up. Not firing you, but hiring you to begin with. Sorry, Big Swole. 
get your ass back on that unemployment line or start working on the craft of the stripper pole because that's what your future is. Only a brain-dead wrestling promoter would hire you. So maybe you'll get a job in the WWE. There's plenty of brain-deads there. So maybe the stripper pole isn't in your future. Maybe NXT is your next stop. Otherwise, it will be the stripper pole or unemployment. Because your egos are so big, none of you would dare to get real fucking jobs. That's beneath you, you know, working at Costco or the Home Depot or Walmart. That's beneath you because, you know, you're a star with a huge ego. And working at these minimum wage jobs, that's beneath me. That's why you're fucking human garbage and nobody respects you. Not because you're black, not because you're a woman. It's because you're human garbage that can't wrestle. That's why no one respects you. So go fuck yourself. You're garbage. Next. Let's get to the Matrix, because I've had enough of the wrestling. Battle of the, Battle of the Belts was an F. Now, I won't be that mean, because Sammy and Dustin was a pretty good, so I'll say D+. Maybe a C- minus on a good day, but it, it's, it does not surpass past C-. minus. It was mediocre and average, and it was a waste of time. Especially when we had two good episodes, especially a great episode of AEW Dynamite, which turned into a fucking bloodbath. Oh, jeez those two episodes back-to-back being bangers, you wasted our time with Battle of the Belts. It was a fucking phoned-in piece of shit. And now that I think about it even more, I'm sorry, Tony. You, you, if AEW, Rampage, and Dynamite were A's and B's, you deserve the D+. You're getting a D plus for this one. You're a, It's a failing grade. Like, at the very least, anyone that watches it will say you barely, barely by the skin of your teeth passed. So, nothing like the last two episodes we got before this piece of trash dumpster fire. So, now we move on to another dumpster fire, an even bigger dumpster fire that, if you spend too much time on it, can engulf the entire planet like a wildfire. So, we'll go into the next dumpster fire that is Matrix Resurrection Full review i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this but i will be dropping a lot of spoilers so if you by whatever reason still want to see this beautiful train wreck that is the fourth matrix film then you better click off now because i'm spilling all the fucking tea all the tea that i gathered out of it and i don't want to hear this bullshit anymore about you just don't get it bro yeah we don't get it because nothing happened there's nothing to get nothing happened if you're telling me that a story about people putting their hands on their cock and, you know, flicking their mean green bean is storytelling, then you need to have your head examined. Because that's exactly what they did. They stand, Neo stood around with his hand on his cock most of the time, asking why and where and what, who, how, you know, like fucking Rick Moranis in Spaceballs, where, why, who, when? Like, that's all you did the whole fucking movie, so you were useless. Trinity, who I was excited to see, because Carrie Ann still looks great. She can still act. She was useless, too. She just had her hand under her clit, flicking her green bean. And, and But that's supposed to be complex storytelling. You just don't get it, bro. You just don't. Yeah, I get it. I get, I get that Lana, she foamed the fucking shit in. And this was only made out of spite. We now know for 100% fact out of her own mouth, and Warner Brothers themselves, that this film was made out of spite, because they told her, with or without your punk ass, we're making another Matrix film. 
So it's going to happen. We don't need you. So she agreed to do it so she could sabotage the fucking movie. She all but admitted it in her most recent interview. So don't tell me that it was an enlightening fucking changing of the guard for a movie because she literally made the movie to sabotage Warner Brothers. And she's done a great job because it looks to lose. And we're not even up to the official number, but it could look to lose $110 million. So she did her job for her making a shitty film to spite WB, Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers is not having a great time, especially when you consider CW is being sold, which it should have been sold 10 years ago. Really, it should have been sold once Arrow was done. Honestly. Once Arrow was done and running its course, it should have been sold right there. Fuck Supergirl, fuck Flash, you know, fuck DC Legends of Tomorrow, fuck Batwoman, and I gave you more than a fair share, I'm on documented record of showing that I gave you way more than a fair shot, so fuck Batwoman too, fuck Stargirl, fuck them all, they're all garbage, Titans is shit, even though it's not on the CW, I'm just putting DC shit in the Titans is shit, and I didn't even waste my time with Swamp Thing because I know that'll be shit anyway. I, I bought a copy of it and I have yet to open it and watch it because, you know, DC television. What a treat. The only thing worse than that is Marvel television. So, but that's not the point. The point is uh, she did do this despite the fucking people because she's admitted that she's done it recently. So don't tell me, don't give me this bullshit where you think you're experts. Are, well, there's hidden meaning. No, there's no hidden meaning in it. The hidden meaning is literally her saying, fuck you, Warner Brothers. This is what you get for fucking me and my sister. So, this is a spite film. Let's stop with the, you don't get it, it's complex. No, it's not. The only thing complex is how complex your fucking stupidity is if you're fucking really pushing this up there on a gold tier. That's what's complex. It's, it's, it's baffling and complex to me how you could be this fucking stupid if you think this is a great film. If you enjoyed it, that's one thing. But if you're going to come to argue with me and tell me that it's a great film that has all this metaphorical... No, it doesn't. The first one did. This piece of shit is literally admitted by the director herself that this was a sabotage film to fuck with WB. And she did a great job in a lot of aspects. Literally spilling the tea inside the movie, that conversation where they were talking about moving forward and how this is going to happen, that was a real conversation that took place between her and the Warner Brothers executives. Art imitating life. Okay, so let's not, put, let's not play this game, okay? Stop the shit. Quit being so fucking stupid. This is a spite film, it, it, and it shows throughout, if you actually pay attention to the fucking movie that's two hours and 28 minutes long, another sign of why it's so fucking pretentious and so boring. I might have, I'm a, I, I can be a fucking asshole and a snob sometimes too, so the pretentiousness isn't completely, but when it's the deadly combination of the unholy alliance of being pretentious and exceptionally boring... That's a fucking trash film by anybody's standards. 
I don't care what race, color, creed, what genres of movie you like. That's trash by anybody's standards. And only people that are holding this up are the people like Matrix Explained, who I love his channel on YouTube. But people like Matrix Explained, who make money off this, have to fucking be apologists for this piece of dog shit dumpster fire film. I love you, Matrix Explained, but you're even having a hard time doing the mental gymnastics in your own videos as I've been watching. You're having a hard time doing your own mental gymnastics on trying to justify that this film is good. It's not. It's a failure. Directorially, writing, cinematography, structure, pacing, everything that whether you went to film school or not or are you just a basic cinephile film buff. We all know this is not how films are made. Not good films. This is how shit films are made. This is how films by Neil Breen are made. The only difference between this and Neil Breen is I actually enjoy Neil Breen movies because I admire his work ethic and his never-say-die attitude. Even himself knowing his movies are shit. Like, you know, Wusso, Tommy Wusso's Room, The Room, he still busts his ass and go, you know what, I'm spending my own money, this isn't coming from a studio, it's not coming from donations from other people, he's spending his own hard-earned money, he wants to, and make shitty films, you go on, brother. It's when movies like The Matrix try and make me and you and everybody else around the world front the bill for their fuck-up shitty movie. We're not doing that anymore. Marvel and Disney do that enough where we give them money for no fucking reason. We're not doing it with you, Warner. Go fuck yourself, and you can put Matrix 5 out of your head, because we'll make sure, not just this time, that Matrix 5 bombs, we'll incinerate that fucking movie with napalm this time, because it'll be even worse, because this time around, I know good and well, we won't have both of the Wachowski sisters, because Lily does not want to do this shit anymore, she's had enough. Especially after transitioning and the toll that it took on her physically and mentally, she's fucking over this Matrix shit. So we're not getting another Matrix films with the Wachowskis. It's not happening. Ever again. Unless they drop a bag that they are not willing to drop, and that will just be out of spite from both of those young women. So with that factor and this disaster, there doesn't need to be another Matrix because nobody will care. Because none of the original people, we don't have, Lawrence isn't coming back. We know that. You pretty much derailed any possibility of him coming back in the fifth one unless you mix another dumbass, meta, convoluted, stupid fucking plot story to bring him in, you know, because of reasons. Because, you know, that's my favorite explanation to a plot device in any Hollywood film or television show. Why did this happen? Reasons. Why is Dexter a murderer? Reasons. Why did Michael Myers go on such a killing spree? Reasons. You know, how were they able to go back and really establish the fact that they could stop the snap from Thanos in the Affinity Gauntlet? And it, because of reasons. You guys are all fucking lazy fucks. Because it's always reasons and member berries. Those are your two favorite things right now in the current timeline of filmmaking reasons and member berries member disc member member back in day when shut the fuck up
We remember, yes, we do remember. We remember when it was far better than the dog shit drivel that you're giving us. This fucking kibble that you call film and television. Yes, we do remember. We remember when it was way fucking better than today. We remember when the games and the music and the video games were better than today. And this, you know, get off my lawn rant that I'm doing. We get one of those in the middle of a major fight scene in The Matrix. That's right. The Merovingian comes back as a broke down hobo without a shotgun looking like a fucking bum that sits out on the fucking side of the 99 cent store at your local town begging for change, sucking dick for nickels. He looked just like that, and his sole purpose in the movie was just to stand there during a major fight fucking sequence that was would have been cool if we got to see most of it, to give us a lecture about the good old days of the old Matrix and how we did things better. So if you like the rant that I just gave you in a far less, more exciting, and, and less fun way, then by all means, and see, I just got another notification as I, on my phone. As I'm recording this from Matrix Explained, trying to do what I'm sure will be another mental gymnastics video about the true complexities and depth of the Matrix Resurrection. Kick rocks with that bullshit. It's fucking complexly stupid. Never, even if you tried, you couldn't be this fucking brain dead. Even wrestling's not this fucking brain dead. And they've made an art out of being brain dead fucking zombie riders. So that tells me you're below the barrel of brains of even a fucking walker on the walking dead. Good job. You guys are real talents out here. Why don't you do it? Get me behind the wheel. Like Grandpa said in House of a Thousand Corpses, you get me behind the wheel of that bitch and I'll show you driving. Get us behind the wheel and we'll show you how it's done the right way. It may not be perfect, and no one's asking for perfection. They're asking for just good film. You know, like Spider-Man. And I hate the fact that I have to give Marvel literally the thumbs up because Marvel and HBO Max, Warner Brothers, are the only two that made the great films this year. We got one from Marvel with Spider-Man, which was a fantastic film, and we got one from Warner Brothers, HBO Max with Dune. That's it. The rest of this year has either been mediocre or fucking lackluster at best. And in the nice rare treat occasion where we get absolute dog shit like Army of Thieves. Or, you know, the new Candyman movie, which was a real treat. Or my favorite movie of the year, M. Night Shyamalan's Return to Piss Poor Farm, Old. We got majority of that. For every quiet place, which was fantastic and malignant, we got The Conjuring 3. The devil made me do it. Oh, what a treat that was. That was such a scary and entertaining film. When the new Paranormal Activity film is far more scary and more entertaining than the most recent Conjuring, it's time to let Ed and Lorraine go to the fucking old folks' home and end this shit already. But there won't be because there's going to be a fourth one. Even as shitty as this movie was, it made a huge killing at the box office, partly because of the Rona and people have been clamoring for a new Conjuring film, even though you knew James Wan wasn't doing it because he was make, he's working on Aquaman 2 and already having his own original-ish. I emphasize on original-ish horror movie in Malignant himself. So 
No one gave a fuck. And like I said, the only time, two times we gave a fuck. And it should have been way more because we had a lot this year. We had Godzilla. We had the treat that was fucking Mortal Kombat. We don't need to get into that again. We have Matrix. All this shit hit on lackluster cylinders. Except for Quiet Place Part 2. Spider-Man. No way out of this fucking Marvel-verse. And Dune. That's it. I'm sorry. That's it. There are other honorable mentions, but I'm not talking about the art house movies that were fantastic. That I'm talking about the big budget blockbusters this year, rather it be in horror, Marvel, DC, whatever, Godzilla. They were fucking lackluster at best, and that's me being a gentleman. And that's pretty good considering how much of a shitty mood I am in right now. And your shitty Hollywood movies with your shitty, mediocre, bum-ass celebrities don't help it. So, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to tell pop culture all together to go fuck itself because this is a waste of time and an, ex- an exorbitant a waste amount of fucking money. Life is too short to not be spending time with your family and loved ones, especially when we have people that we know or don't know that have people that have passed away you could live to be 85 or you could live to be 8 and dead. We don't know when the fucking reapers come into our door to take us and whisk us away. So the time that we have on this earth should be spent enjoying our time. Enjoying time with our loved ones, with our mothers, our fathers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our daughters, our brothers, whatever, what have you. It should be enjoying the time to get out and smell air. Maybe enjoy that cup of coffee. I ain't into it, but hey, enjoy some good pussy or some good dick. Whatever. Getting dick. Hey, you, you do you. What we shouldn't be doing is wasting our time on lackluster, mediocre fucking entertainment that we are willingly paying for. And the prices are only going up. They're not going down, especially with inflation and the shitty economy. Prices are only going up. You're goddamn right I'm going to rant and tell Hollywood how fucking incompetent, lazy, and fucking stupid they are. Until they either get it, or someone mercifully finally drops the bomb on the entire movie industry. And gets rid of those fucking demons once and for all. I don't care which one happens, but it better happen soon, because this shit's getting real old real quick. So... And like I said, it's a waste of fucking time because we could all be out here doing something far better. Especially if you have kids. should be ashamed of yourself neglecting children over a fucking Marvel or DC or a space fucking Wizards movie. There's a there's a $700 Star Wars set out there. Uh, my, my kids need to go to college. Who needs fucking college when I can buy a $9,000 platinum edition signed by, you know... Cocksucker Filoni and George Lucas and Favreau, a Death Star. Who, who, why do my kids need college? I'd rather just, you know, buy a trinket that's useless plastic made in China. Some of you guys have your priorities so far, you have your head so far up your own asses and your priorities down the tube, it's not even funny. And that's the reason why this country sucks right now. So... There we are. Matrix Resurrection. It's a negative one out of ten. And that's me being generous. 
It's a negative one out of ten. It's this is below rock bottom. Like I never thought there would be a possibility of going below rock bottom, even in wrestling. But Matrix, HBO Max, Warner Brothers, Lana and Company, y'all did a masterful job at somehow reaching below rock bottom. It's insanity. So, that's my little spiel. We'll make a little bit... This one was a lot more structured this time because I'm not fucking plowed to the wind, but we're going to structure it a little bit better next time because I'm going to actually have topics to talk about. I'm going to do my best of because I didn't want to do it until I've seen everything that I'm interested in. But my best of and worst of list will be the next episode. And I'm, I'm, I promise I'll try not to make it a two-week thing because, you know, I'm addicted. Like, my boy Jester from Filmmaker Mike and the Boys, he got me into this show called Black Sales, or as I like to call it, Rails and Sales, because there's more fucking on this show. He says there's more on Game of Thrones. I don't think so. There might be more incest fucking in Game of Thrones. But solid, you know, just... It's yo-ho, yo-ho, pirate's life for me, where's the pussy and the rum? That's the show in a nutshell. Hire me, mateys. I'm on the boat and I've just returned as your captain. Where is the rum and the pussy? And that's... And I'm not trying to knock it because it's very... It's more well-written than just that, but there's a lot of railing and there's a lot of selling on the seven seas. So that's why I call it rails and sails. Because a lot of people get raw dogged, a lot of people get fucked in the ass, a lot of people get trains, like, so, yeah. The pirates were doing more than just a, chasing more than one form of booty, as it were, in this show, so. Anyway, I might talk about that next, I'm definitely at least going to review my, because I know it's been out for years, but I'm going to review my opinion on season one of Black Sails, which is turning out to be, so far, Jester... You were correct. This is a really good, like he said, slept on show. Like, nobody talked about this shit. I get Game of Thrones was in the, but we all know Game of Thrones wasn't the end-all be-all, especially with that gem of the last season. And quite frankly, I think it's an overrated, boring-ass fucking show that y'all love to lick too much. You know? It's right up there with another show that I, I, one of my friends and maybe even a listener likes. I fucking can't stand Breaking Bad either. It's overrated trash. So, I know that just lost about almost all of you there, but I don't give a fuck because I'm not going to lie to you. To me, Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad's not as horrible, but Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad to me are both overrated trash. Brian Cranston's such a great actor, he can't do a fucking... He can't hit out of the box office after Breaking Bad's been done. But, you know, there you go. Although that's not all on them, because it happened to Michael Chiklis as well when he finished his role as Vic Mackey. It happened a lot to Gandolfini before he died after he got done. So it's not really indicative of them as actors, but, you know... Some of y'all really hype up, especially Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones to me is as, ob is as obnoxious as the Space Wizard Star Wars, and even worse, 
than Harold Potter, and I can't stand fucking Harold Potter. That's another overrated IP. But let's not make this another 10 to 15 minute episode about me ranting on what I think is overrated. If you love it, that's great, and I'm hoping you're having a great time. Especially with that semen-filled butter beer that you guys love going to drink it, you know, Hogwarts Alley or, you know, whatever it's called, Diagon Alley or, you know, Buttfuck Canvas, whatever the fuck it's called, you know, Suck Me, Fuck Me, Cove, whatever you want to call it. I don't know enough about Harold, but, you know, just keep drinking those semen-filled butter beers and you should be all right. Thank you for those of you that are still listening and listening to this fucking moron go on and on and on. I really do appreciate you. I even appreciate the people that can't stand me and hate listen to it. Still give a kiss to me, from me, to you. Your friend, the Pinhead198, so. But we're going to structure this a little bit better, because like I said, I'm even going to do the best of what I liked of games and what I hated the most, because contrary to popular belief... GTA and Battlefield were not the only two pieces of dog shit that came out. Neither was Call of Duty Vanguard. There was a plateau and plethora of piles of shit this year on all forms of entertainment, even in books. Because yes, ladies and gentlemen, unlike a lot of people, I still read fucking real books. So, But at any rate, I appreciate you. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great start to your week. I know it's Monday, but you know... Let's kick some ass and eat some good pussy. This is your boy, Pinhead198. I love you. Signing out. Yee!